You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm Deborah King, a licensed clinical social worker and elder care coordinator at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Finding reliable transportation when you can no longer drive is a real issue for seniors. Today we are speaking with Nikita Dobson, the owner of Enlightened Angel Transport, about her business and the service that she provides to the community. Welcome, Nikita. Hi, how are you guys? We are good. We are good. So I heard about you from someone that had used you, and we are always looking to add resources um, for our members and our clients. So okay. tell us a little bit about Enlightened Angels Transport. Okay. Well, no problem. I made my company on the basis of helping the elderly and or disabled. Um, what inspired me to begin my company was really the lack of transportation resources for those in this disabled elderly community. Um, I learned also firsthand how hard it is by experiencing it on a secondhand basis with an individual I provide personal care for. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your service area? What's your coverage area? Um, I try to accommodate anywhere, but the middle Tennessee area is most of my customer base, but I really don't have a, a stop. I just kind of, you know, wherever you so need. Davidson, Williamson, Rutherford, Wilson, Sumner County, you, you'll go into all those areas. And um, do you cross county lines? Because that's what we find with a lot of the community services is they have to kind of stay within their area. I cross county lines. Um, I'm, even now, I have an individual who's um, set up on a recurring stage. Um, we transferred her to dialysis, and she lives in Sumner County. So, and we take her from Sumner County to, to Gallatin. So, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. What are the qualifications for someone that would like to use your services? No qualifications. Um, just schedule it with us by giving us a call. Um, I know there are certain individuals, like if they're having a colonoscopy or, you know, if they're having some maybe LASIK surgery, not necessarily um, they're disabled, they're ambulatory, but they just need that, that special care because a lot of those services um, that they're needing, the doctor needs to make sure that they have a non-emergency medical transportation company and not Uber. So we right, pull right. in wherever you need. I've worked in the hospital and, and personally had that experience where you must have a driver with you before they won't let you even do the procedure. Yeah. So yeah, do, you, Uber will do you stay with them? or? Yes, ma'am. We do stay with them. It is a fee for my driver to wait, um, to also pay him to wait, but then also to have to block off that time in our schedule to accommodate that. Um, but uh -huh. we will do that. Yeah. Okay. That's really good to know. Um is there a limit as to how far you would transfer? Like, is, would you go up to the Clarksville area to bring someone to Nashville or down to Columbia to bring someone to Nashville? Um, no, I really don't have a limit because um, I didn't, it, it, me limiting myself was kind of like 
undoing the whole basis of why I started this. Um, so I'll go anywhere as where they need me. And, you know, if we can accommodate them and then they cannot, you know, accommodate our fees. I have no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is a fee for service program. Uh-huh. Um, how far in advance do people have to book? Um, so typically what I suggest is, of course, as early as you know, I should know. <laughs> but um, normally it's like in a 48 hour to 70, 48 to 72 hour time range. Um, that's like the minimal that I can do because our schedule can book up. Our schedule books up like on a week to week basis, but sometimes we have those gaps. And so if I have that gap, I'll accommodate. Um, so but to make sure you're on there, at least give me 48 to 72 hours. Okay. Yeah. How many drivers do you have right now? I'm a small company, um, and every company was small before it became big. So right now I have one driver. Um, okay. so he accommodates all my all, all of the rides, and everybody adores him, loves him. Um, he's willing to go above and beyond outside of his um, impeccable um, driving skills and his protocols that he follows. So that was my next question is, is as you grow and add drivers, how do you vet your drivers? How do you make sure they're going to be the right people for this position? Well, I do do, um, I do background checks. Um, and I also, uh, make sure that, um, you know, it's for, it's, and as far as their motor vehicle record, um, to make sure that, you know, they don't have any, you know, type of reckless, you know, driving, you know, things on their record. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also just base that as well um, on their safety protocols and that they follow. Um, and if after the ride, if they're able to also follow the safety for the individual in the ride, because a lot of those individuals are wheelchair and, you know, that that's a whole thing within itself. They have to be buckled into the floor correctly. Um, and so all of those things have to be checked and balanced before a driver. Um, comes on. So you do have a wheelchair van service. I do. It is an electric ramp vehicle. Okay. Okay. Do you insure the drivers or are the drivers self-insured? Is it your, I guess, is it your vehicle or how it's does an, that work? I insure. Um, I, I insure that I have uh, my regular business uh, policy on the vehicle. And then also I have a, a secondary um, policy as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and can they, so sometimes it's like some of the programs require you to meet them at the curb or meet them at the driveway. They don't do door to door transport. Do your drivers help? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we will help as much as you need. Um, we have one individual that, um, we provide like on the scene care and like get her set up in, you know, her wheelchair before transporting her to her appointment. So as long as we know the scope and you communicate as to what you need, um, we're more than willing to help and go above and beyond. Can someone ride with the person? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay. So is this a um, like an enrollment fee where you have to sign up ahead of time and then book your rides after that or is it just on a as needed basis it's on an as needed basis no enrollment fee or anything like that um the i guess it, the only part of the enrollment was just you know get in as, as early as you can so we can get you down and get you scheduled 
Because you do have some regular, like you said, you have a dialysis mm-hmm. patient, so yeah. that's a pretty routine there on the yeah. schedule every week kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and as long as I know an early is advanced and it's not, I don't want things to conflict or for us to be late. I hate that. So, you know, we, uh-huh. I, I pride myself on our efficiency. I mean, we're not perfect, but um, that's one of the main things that I hold up on the high standard. Okay, okay. Um. Can I ask you what your fees are? (laughs) (laughs) Let's put this out here. What are we talking about? We're talking about a hundred dollars a ride, or how do you compare to Uber and some of these other transportation services? Um, so um, I kind of am somewhere in the middle a little bit. Um, I um, a lot of transportation services they charge a low fee both times, literally when you get off and when you get back on in the same Uh line. To me, that didn't make any sense so i just have a one-time low fee is fifty dollars and then after that it's four dollars a mile um so how that price break how that price differential breaks down is say for instance i'm coming to pick you up um from your residence so it will be a fifty dollar low fee already off the top okay and then from wherever you are to your appointment and if you're needing the driver to wait and then from your appointment back to your residence, that's where that $4 mile comes in. But the mileage doesn't start for me to get to you. The mileage starts after we've got to you into your appointment. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And then the driver's fee to wait is 35 an hour. Um, I don't charge anything for um, additional people. Um, I don't double charge the load fee. And... Um, it's a lot of fees I just took out of that. And partly the reason why I try to make it as simple as that is I don't want to do all the unnecessary math. I don't have to. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was just like, let's make this short and simple for them to understand and for the less math for me to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's it. Will you take people like to the grocery store or to other activities besides medical appointments? Or are you trying to stay sure. medical right no, now? No, no, because that's another thing that I felt is like a big gap in the non-emergency medical transportation business is they only accommodate for doctor's appointments. I, it's speaking on the individual that I mentioned earlier that I take care of on a personal level. She had to basically come up with a story, say she was going to Walmart to get a prescription to try and get her hair done at that salon that they have in the Walmart. Um, our time frame because if she said it was a personal they're like oh we're not coming and i'm uh like i don't know about you but i want to go to other places besides the doctor Uh um what if they want to get a haircut what if they want to go what if that individual wants to get the nails done what if they just want to meet up you know with their nephew to probably go golfing or stuff like that you know Uh whatever Uh like you know and i'll try to accommodate follow that so not only do i do medical i do personal transportation as well would you do like after hours, like if they had an evening event or wanted to go to church on Sunday? Sure will. Um, we um, actually just recently I had a lady give me a call and she scheduled she scheduled really early um, for a Thanksgiving um, oh. that she wanted um, her um, husband to be at their home for Thanksgiving. And so she went ahead and scheduled and I got her down and we're going to accommodate for that. And that's after hours as well. So as long Mm -hmm. as I know, you know, of course we're willing to help. I mean, it's not fair for me to have Thanksgiving and other individuals and not to be with their family. That's not fair. 
So I can tell your heart is really in this. It's a mission as much as it is a small business. Right. Both. That is that is correct. And I feel like that's the basis on the success of my company. And that's just how I wanted to grow and transcend moving forward. How long have you been doing this? Um, since February is when I'll say since February. Okay. <laughs> That's official when my business became recognized as a Secretary of State. Okay, okay, six um, months. Yeah, so. yeah. So you're hitting the ground some... running. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, this has been really good information, and certainly our listeners. Um, how would they get in contact with you? Are you on social? Do you have a web page, phone number? Yeah, I have all of that good stuff. Um, I have a Facebook page. Um, I, and I kind of mostly use that Facebook page um, just to promote, like, if I have discounts or, like, just try to bring more insight to the community in, re- in regards to the, um, the basically, that gap in transportation. But you can contact me on Facebook. Um, it's under Enlightened Angels Transport. Um, also, I have a website. It's enlightenedangelstransport.com. And um, you can contact me there. There's a chat feature as well. If you don't feel like, you know, giving a call or anything like that, just if you decide to do the chat, just make sure you be as detailed as possible in your message. So that way I know how exactly to help you. Because um, <laughs> some people will just, I need a ride. And I'm like, okay, where, what time? <laughs> I need all of that good information. <laughs> so if you can be as detailed as possible in the chat, that would be great. Or you can just give me a call to my business number, and that's 615-852-7082. Oh, very good. So we've been chatting today with Nikita Dobson with Enlightened Angels. Um, we appreciate all the great information. Um, if you need to contact her, the information will be saved below. Um, And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Takis McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com. Document downloads, the Takeus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness. 